Welcome to Live and Learn, a production of the Honors Program at the University of Connecticut. I'm Danielle Shalou, and this is Episode 7 for the week of November 6th. On Tuesday, November 7th at 5 p.m. in Laurel Hall 201, Dr. Aaron Cox from Counseling and Mental Health Services will discuss strategies and tips to manage stress levels, perfectionism, and demanding schedules. We heard from Dr. Cox in episode three, so check that out for a teaser. This week, we're going to get a peek into Anthropology 2400, Analyzing Religion. It's an honors core class taught by Jocelyn Linekin. Here's Professor Linekin. Can you provide a brief overview about what that class is? This is the course where I um, mess with their minds as much as I possibly can. I want to make them rethink, push, probe everything they've ever thought about religion. So it's very wide-ranging. It's challenging, but I think I guide the students through very well. It's, uh, it's very exciting because with honors students, you have a tremendous amount of discussion, and they're smart. It's great fun. And what are some of the topics in this wide-ranging course that you're covering? I start out with what is religion, and I ask if religion has to be theistic. Do there have to be deities? Do there have to be supernatural beings. And so we start out with various definitions of religion and rather quickly move into different famous scholarly approaches to and rejections of religion. I, I rather like putting Sigmund Freud, Friedrich Nietzsche, uh, alongside anthropologists and the Kiche Maya uh, Book of the Dead. Uh, so the, it's, a, it's intended to be a juxtaposition of very different sorts of sources. But um, having Freud and Marx and Nietzsche and the Christian mystic Gregory of Nyssa and Pseudo-Dionysius the Areopagite just go home and tell them you're reading that. You're, they're going to know the tuition is worth it. What's the importance of this course? My pitch for this class initially was that there are few institutions that are more implicated in today's crises, conflicts, politics, one hardly needs to say, Religion is implicated in so many arenas of life globally, from one end of the earth to the other, that uh, the wide-ranging nature of this course, I hope, makes them better world citizens, better informed, better able to understand conflicts that seem overtly religious, but actually there are always underlying claims that could be ethnic or national or based on territory. And for a student perspective, here's Nathan Friday, a sophomore studying biomedical engineering with minors in math and computer science and engineering. Last semester, you took an honors core class. Yep. What course did you take? The course I took was Anthro 2400. Uh, it's analyzing religion. And, you know, it's really, I don't know, I really like the course just in general because it felt very different than a lot of the other courses I'd been taking up till that point. How was it different? Just in terms of engagement and assignments and expectations in the classroom, I think 
So, you know, we had a lot of expected readings that we were uh, supposed to do uh, so that we could come to class prepared to talk about whatever concept she wanted to bring up. You know, and she really focused on bringing up a wide range of, of examples for each concept that we talked about, despite the fact that it was kind of a point of the class that it's very difficult to make broad assumptions about any particular belief system. There's an interesting element to that in that we could talk about things in a general sense, but we also had this caveat that nothing applies to everything universally. At the end of the semester, when you looked back at the class and you said, oh, you know, and in my Ants 2400 class, this is what I learned. What I learned exactly from it? Oh, man. I would say that I learned a appreciation for the, you know, the anthropological method more than anything else. You know, understanding the, the role of a uh, ethnography, that kind of thing, where somebody goes into the field and does work with these people who are completely different from them in some senses and uh, really comes away with a, a different understanding and, and can spread that to other people and, and help expand our view of the world. How did this class square with your very science-heavy major coursework? It was refreshing. Honestly, previous semester I'd taken a presidential election class as one of my UNIFs, and I like the break from the science sometimes, you know, because I do, I do like politics, religion, I like those topics, I like talking to people about that. And I like the interaction that you can get in those kinds of classes, why I'm taking a modern drama class this semester, is I like that interaction that you can get that doesn't happen as much in the science-heavy courses. How will you apply the things you learned in these classes that are nothing like your major? to your major? I don't know that I feel like I have to apply it to my major. I feel like it makes me a, a more well-rounded person just in general, um, and I think that that benefits me. Here's another sophomore student, Nandin Tumu, who's studying computer science and also took Anthropology 2400 last semester. Is there value in that interdisciplinary nature? I think there's enormous value in it. Personally, I think that no matter how much of of the sciences or how much of your field you know, everything boils down to people. At the end of the day, you're going to be working with people. The products you make are going to serve people. Um, and your end users are always going to be people. You're going to work with people to create everything you create. Understanding religion, something so critical to how people carry on their daily lives, is, I think, important to understand. Uh, because if you do understand that, if you understand where people are coming from, you can build deeper connections with them. You can understand their drive, you know, what, what makes them tick. What was the biggest takeaway you had at the end of the semester when you kind of had that moment of reflection on, oh, I've learned a lot this semester. What was the thing that stood out for this class? How much of an understanding I'd gained of other religions. There's a lot of source text we read in that class. And... When we discuss it in class, I think that our understanding of the material is deepened in a way that's unlike any non-honors class I've taken. What we read and how we discuss what we read really makes the difference in terms of a non-honors core um, because the discussion is its not surface level. It, it goes deeper than that. The thoughts that your classmates bring to the table are you know, sometimes ones that you've never thought of before. And um, Professor Linekin's method of kind of teaching the class, I think, really furthers students' understanding of religion as a whole. 
Live and Learn spoke with the Women's Center about what they do on campus, how to get involved, and what the cultural centers can do to help the student population become more aware of the world around them. My name is Steph Goebel. I'm the Outreach Committee Chair for the Women's Center here at UConn. The Women's Center was created to sort of establish um, gender equity here at the University of Connecticut. So it came out of campus activism, activism around equality in access to the Fieldhouse, equality for uh, university professors who were not receiving tenure on the basis of gender, just to continue to make sure that we're educating the student body on what gender equity is and how they can help and pursue that as students here at UConn. And then as they go into the greater world, achieve that in the spheres of influence that they have after the university. It's also to make sure that the university is holding themselves accountable to that equal treatment of everybody regardless of gender. They are able to create programs that address topics of gender-based violence, gender-based issues like pay equity. One thing that we're very focused on is campus safety. So they do things like the slut walk and then they have um, the speak out afterward. And, you know, we talk about different issues pertaining to what it's like to be a woman on this campus, what it's like to be a man on this campus as well. So they've got uh, the men's project, which focuses on masculinity and the role that that plays in young men's lives here at the university and how masculinity influences the way that that you think about so many things. It's also focused on making sure that we're not exclusionary in our work, you know, that our work isn't sexist or that it's not classist and that we're working within that to make sure that we're achieving goals on that sort of multidimensional level because everything is sort of interconnected. So what is gender equity as a definition? It's being treated in everybody's eyes regardless of gender, especially as a university student or somebody who teaches here, that you're going to be treated on the basis of your work rather than your gender. And the Women in STEM program, what does that involve? That's run by my friend Kavya. Um, she runs it as like a mentorship program. So you're assigned another student who is going to be your mentor in that program. It's for younger students um, who are in that Women in STEM program. And it's to make sure that these women feel comfortable in the field that they've chosen, that they continue on with it, especially as a woman when you're one of the only women in the classroom. Um, and I think it's to sort of encourage you that, yes, it is hard, but it can be done. And I've done it before and I'm so passionate about and I love it so much now. All right, so what advice would you have for students who are maybe just starting their UConn career? I think it's really about knowing yourself, finding out what your interests are, and being okay with that you don't have to have something to fill every box. That if you're passionate about something, run with it. And that your free time is so important. That element of self-care is so important. Um, It's more important than your resume or how long it is. (laughs) So I think that coming to UConn, I would hope to tell myself um, to, you know, take it slow and dive in head first, but experience it and understand that you don't have to be perfect. Coming to the Women's Center, coming to one of the cultural centers, figuring out how your identity plays into the work that you do here and how it informs the education that you're getting here, how it informs the work that you're eventually going to do, um, understanding the intersection of your identities, because the cultural centers aren't just for people who are of that identity. It's for everybody to learn a little bit more about those cultures. That's all for this week. Stop by honors.yukon.edu slash podcast and enter for a chance to win a nifty long sleeve t-shirt with the code word self-care.